Hello, everyone. Welcome to Game Junk Prototype, episode 87, recording on Sunday, December 5th, 2021. My name is Frank. My name is Sean. And my name is Andrew. And another light week, uh, getting ready for the Game Awards and a ton of trailers and announcements and debacles coming your way later this week. But for now, we're going to talk about the uh, potential Sony Game Pass competitor and get into our 20th anniversary of Xbox, our museums, our stats. We did this with uh, the year in review. People are doing it with Spotify. We're going to do it for Xbox and compare, flex our stats. Uh, and I think we know how it'll go, but let's just do it for fun. <laughs> <laughs> All right. So first news story, the Game Pass competitor is just as, I, I don't know even know how the rumor started. Do you guys know? It just seems like... Came out, came out of Bloomberg. Bloomberg, uh, eh? Yeah, was this Schreier? Yeah, it's Jason Schreier. Okay, and I, I really didn't even read the details. Like, this felt like, I don't know if you guys used to watch Michael Pachter at all when he was on game trailers. This feels like a Pachter announcement, like, duh, of course they're considering some other monetization thing. If, if Game Pass is popular, they probably had this discussion five years ago. Yeah, yeah if it works, we'll do it the next day it's not going to take that much work to say like you can auto download games and uh you know i guess it just what's going to make us more money or are we going to have to do this at some point sony that's what they do they copy other companies (laughs) after they start new stuff whether it's achievements and trophies um move controllers after the wii like i'm obviously in the blue haze, but I will be the first to admit they basically rip off other ideas and make them better. So feels like, yeah, this is not a surprise. PlayStation now is not that great. I've tried it a couple times. It's not a su- superb service by any means. So I'm assuming eventually this will be like download games um, with a monthly subscription. Do you guys care? Needle moving. Am I missing the, a big spin here or like this seems like a, a big duh. Well, let me just read because there were a few details here. Again, this is just rumors. It's called like Project Spartacus or something. And so they, they say it will supposedly have three tiers. The first would include existing PlayStation Plus benefits. The second would offer a large catalog of PlayStation 4 and eventually PlayStation 5 games. The third tier would add extended demos, game streaming, and a library of classic PS1, PS2, PS3, and PSP games. No Vita games, unfortunately. Um, So, you know, bringing together PlayStation Plus, PlayStation Now, and then I guess the thing that is new that I'm most curious about is what this catalog of PS4 and PS5 games is. because Well, my guess would be it's everything that's already on PlayStation Now. The, the big question I assume everyone is asking is, will first-party games come out day and date the way Game Pass does? Right. That is a big question. And if it doesn't, then I feel like it's not, you know, it's not necessarily a proper competitor to Game Pass, but it still could be pretty cool. I mean, they've, they've done, with the launch of the PS5, they did have some of the, uh, their top PS4 titles available for PS plus subscribers. So it could be something more like that, I guess. I mean, I don't know if it's not comparable at that point, if it's not day and date, like 
just because Xbox had two good exclusives this year doesn't mean it's of equal value. Like Sony has six amazing exclusives every year and they have to think, are we losing more money by doing this? Well, exactly though. That's, I think the point is that Sony has the biggest, as we've said, the biggest sort of, you know, first party exclusives. They do sell a lot of copies of those games. That's got to generate income for them. So do they want to, like, would they risk that in order to get more people on the subscription service? I feel like no, but I don't know. I guess we'll see. They could actually start doing package deals where if you buy a game, it's not on the Sony Game Pass right away, and they, it comes eventually. But let's say you buy you know, Horizon the day it comes out, you get a credit for three or four months of this other service. So they kind of do it a reverse way so you still get sales but tie people into the ecosystem in a way i could see that happening too or something like ea play where they give you like a trial or something like that or discounts maybe you get discounts on the new games i mean i don't until we know the details it doesn't really matter Uh, this is not a surprise i i don't think i this is why when we talk about what the best console is or best games or best exclusives like monetization and costs should not matter because this could change at any time. We're talking about what the best games are and it's, it's not the same just to say you have to have all of your exclusives in some service because some companies have way better exclusives. If Nintendo had the equivalent of this, like obviously everyone would get it because Nintendo's exclusives are really good. It's the only reason people have a switch. Like, there's lots of middle tier games, non first party games from Xbox. Like Microsoft doesn't release many good games. First of all, people wouldn't buy a lot of the first party games on Game Pass if they weren't on Game Pass. Like they try them out because they're there. People would not be going out of their way to buy them. I don't think to the to the rate that Sony games would be. So well, I mean, I think obviously Halo and Forza are probably the two you're thinking of that are big first party games on game pass for this year for Microsoft. Yeah. I think those would sell if they weren't on game pass. Yes. This year would be the exception. Possibly well, a mean, gears I, game. I feel like in future years, there will probably be more than just that. I feel like this is a light year based on some of the stuff that they've got planned, but sorry, I got to go blue I, haze here. I, I'm not buying what this guy's selling <laughs> at all. But I guess the other question is, would the Sony service have non Sony games on it because Game Pass does, right? Like not permanently, but they obviously bring in, you know, other publishers. And I think I know the answer to this question, Sean. Yes. Whatever Xbox or Microsoft does, they will do the same. They just pay those companies. They cut a deal. Like there's, there's nothing revolutionary here at all. It's copy, copy and paste. That's it. If it makes us money, that's it. Well, and I think you have to. I think you have to undercut Xbox. I think that's the only way you're going to, you know, break into Game Pass. So obviously they've run the numbers and realize that Game Pass is taking sales away from either their third party or even first party, like just because people are buying less games because they have Game Pass. So they obviously need some sort of competitor now. And the fact that Xbox already has a lot of the third party stuff means that Sony will have to match that and then they could throw in all of their PlayStation exclusive stuff, which will be the cherry on top that will hopefully bring people away from Game Pass onto this new thing. But 
I mean, the price is going to have a big impact, I think. Microsoft's been basically throwing away Game Pass subscriptions with that thing we all took advantage of, where you get, like, whatever, three years for 25 bucks or whatever we paid. I don't know. It was some, something ridiculous, right? Yeah. Uh, but well, There's probably more than that. But. I almost forgot for a, for a second. They kind of have this already, right? They have... If you have PlayStation Plus, you can download certain games the way you do on Game Pass. I just part of it. I don't think they advertise that that well, and people who are into Sony probably own those games already. Like it's, it's literally just a numbers thing. They need to add more games or make it seem like a better value. Well, yeah, I mean, I would say in the past year, PlayStation Plus has had better games than Xbox Gold because you know gold is kind of being abandoned. I'm not talking about that I'm talking about remember with PlayStation Plus on PlayStation 5 you had access to games like it's not like yeah. the two per month there's a library you can go download anytime you want yeah I, I mentioned that I mean there's like what 10 or 12 games something like that and they are good games it's just they've never added to that it was just whatever they had that they announced at the launch of the PS5 so I mean that could be just more the direction they're going like older kind of classic titles or whatever things that have been out for a year or two and are really good games. So, I mean, that could be, I don't think that's a needle mover though. Like, yeah, I mean that to me, like I said, that's, if that's where they're going, I don't know if that's a direct competitor with game pass, but like no one cares about those already. Like no one is talking about them. If it was, if that strategy was working currently, people would be saying, wow, the value for PlayStation plus is great right now. I get all these old games. This game's like $10, $20. No one cares. It's got to be like, oh, I get this new game on get, on the Blue Haze uh, service. <laughs> we might have come up with a name. We might need to pitch this name, the Blue Haze. <laughs> but, uh, yeah, I mean, I don't even, I Unless there's something big we're missing here. I feel like we're, we need to move on. This is a non-story. This is such a bad week. Oh, it's not a non-story, but it's an obvious story. I agree there's not a lot of details and you know until we know that. But I mean, I guess the other thing that could result from this is you're going to see a lot of like, this game will be exclusive to this streaming service initially. This game will be exclusive to this streaming service. And there would be kind of competition yeah. that way. So Cool. Pretty cool. All right, moving on. Nothing else? Uh, yeah. Let's get into our Xbox Museum statistics. So as part of the 20th anniversary of Xbox, there's this museum experience, museum.xbox.com. And part of that is you can go to uh, your museum, which has your lifetime stats as part of the Xbox ecosystem. It's on a nice table with all the different consoles, if I'm being perfectly honest, the art style of this makes me want to barf. Uh, <laughs> I, I, I like the tech, but the, the aesthetics is horrendous. So I'm click. We should give uh, we should give a shout out to to um, Iceman Matty J on Twitter, who originally tweeted this to me, I, like I, or to the Game Junk Podcast Twitter, because I had not heard of it. I don't know if you guys were aware of it previously, but. I was not aware of it. I'm no, neither was I. It's kind of neat. So there's lots of stats. We're going to go through our museums together, compare the numbers, crunch these numbers, and see <laughs> who the king of games is. I, yes, I just want to throw out there that it did give me a little PlayStation Home vibes while I was oh, yeah. walking around in there. Yeah, that's true. 
little okay. uh, 15 years after the fact or whatever. <laughs> PlayStation Home. <laughs> I remember being so excited and the first time I tried it, like, this is the worst. No one's going to use this. All right, number one. Number of games played, right? We're going down the path. There's a nice path with arrows. Everyone's following the arrows. Mm-hmm. You know what? Let's let's do this right. Not me. I wrote this shit down. I'm not going back in there. Let me switch to gangrene here. We're, we've there officially we moved on. Oh, yeah. <laughs> okay. Number of ga- titles played. I don't know what titles mean specifically, but uh, what are the numbers here? Sean, you start us off. 399 titles played. Almost 400. Not quite. Ooh, I'm at 447. I'm at 755. Oh, okay. I actually thought it was going to be four digits. All right. Total achievements earned. Uh, 1,421. 1,000? Uh-oh. Yes. Uh, 1,884. All right. 6,088. <laughs> Jesus. I think this is going to be my... hero. I am a hero. Okay. Number of rare achievements. Uh, 395 for me. 769. That's not bad. 1,811. Another doubling. So at least. next is a gamer score through the years, and it focuses on the last five, which has been my lowest Xbox numbers ever. So this is your chance. If you're going to get me anywhere, yes. this is where you're going to get me. I might have you beat one year. I, bet, I think you're going to have me beat four years, four out of the five years. Oh, I doubt it. All right. Let's, let's do 2017 and go around. 1,090. 2,100. 1,921. So, hot goodness. Wow. Winner. I win because I predicted you'd have at least four. Uh, (laughs) 2018. This is my lowest by far. 640 for me on this year. Oh, I'm dominating. 2,920. 800 for me. Oh, embarrassing. Didn't even get a thousand. That was a bad year, Xbox. <laughs> yeah, what was going on that year? I wonder. There's only there's only one person one entity you need to ask that question to, and that's Xbox. Because if I'm not playing, your games are shit. <laughs> you have nothing worth playing in twenty eighteen. You had yeah, eight hundred points worth of playing. Let me look that up. I mean Yeah, what what happened on that year? There wasn't a single... I guarantee it was probably like, just a bit of Forza and maybe Gears 4 or 5 would be my guess. Terrible year for games. Yeah, yeah wow. Forza 4 came out, Horizon 4. Hmm. And I didn't play that one much. All right, 2019, Sean. 2019, 1,303. I am, I am game green. 4,392. 1,555. Wow, what is going on? I am I am the Microsoft fanboy. Well, well that's all you play. Years, like, Well, I know. No, I play a little Sony here and there. Sean, this is where Game Pass starts to come into effect, and this is where Sean oh. might <laughs> oh, have yeah. a chance to take I have me. a huge jump oh, okay. in oh. this year. I also have some big jumps as well. Sean? 
2020, I had 5,541. Stand, stand back, boys. 11,127. Wow. Jesus. I don't know what I did. I literally, like, was I unemployed for 2020? Like, what the hell happened? I don't get it. I think there's a mistake in the system. Are you using your um, your your own account for testing games for different uh, <laughs> deployments on Xbox uh, consoles? I am not. Okay. I don't know what happened. 2020. I'm I'm last place in 2020. Five thousand one hundred and fifty. Wow! Wow! And 2021. Now, I, you guys might beat me. You guys might beat me in 2021, though. I mean, that's the only year that matters, right? Sean? Yep. <laughs> 6,272. Yep, definitely. 3,673. 4,977. Yes. See, I was... I, I must have been actually working this year or something. I don't know what happened. <laughs> like I said, Huck won four of the five years over me. Sean, I guess, won two out of the three. Or two out of the five years between the three of us, so... Oh, no, he got one, right, Sean? Sorry, I lied. Uh, Just 2021. Just one, which is all that matters. So Sean wins. Moving down this beautiful green arrowed path to the next section. (laughs) First console played. Yep, original Xbox. Mine's the original Xbox. Mine's Xbox 360. (laughs) No, it's interesting because, I mean, a lot of these stats, like they, I assume they couldn't get a lot of stuff from the original Xbox, right? Because like when it yeah I don't looks know. at like first games you played and stuff it's all 360 stuff. Yeah, I think you. Well, had, I think that's yeah. when they implemented the main Xbox Live backend, right? Isn't it? Yeah. So. Yeah, I mean, if you had Xbox Live when it came out, it would know you played it at some point. So. Yeah. Okay. Next, one of the first games you played, which is you know once they had presence and. Stats for games and achievements. Not surprisingly, I love mine. I'm going first here. It's a badge of honor. Geometry Wars Retro Evolved. Nice. Got to mention that, yeah. Um, mine was NHL 2K6. That a boy. NHL yes. 2K6. Mine was... <laughs> mine, this is so me. E3 2006 table tennis demo. It's <laughs> <laughs> a good game. Nice. <laughs> it doesn't even say Rockstar table tennis? No, it doesn't. I don't know what's going on. It was like a special demo, I guess, just for E3. Okay. What? This is the worst one. I don't know if it's even the same yeah. for all of us. One of the multiplayer games you played. <laughs> yeah. For me, it was Star Wars Battlefront. Same for me. I was Titanfall, which I probably only played an hour of. So I don't know if that's random or how they pick that. Hmm. Uh, first sign in to Xbox or first sign on to live, not Xbox. All right, so. let's see who the true early adopter is here. Definitely not me. I am. I'm assuming it's month first. Can we confirm? It is month first. Okay. Yep. yep. I am December 9th, 2002. Whoa, I'm December 27th, 2004. August 18th, 2006. I believe probably the day after we got our Xboxes at Silicon Knights. <laughs> nice. So, 
I am the earliest adopter. I bought it and I didn't play a single game. I just had the headset. I signed in and that was it. <laughs> uh, now you're reaping the rewards. Maybe I played a bit you of Halo 2. That might best. be a lie. First login of each console. This is where we establish the hero. <laughs> oh, wait. I don't think I wrote this one down. Uh-oh. I First believe it's launch day for everyone. Hmm. Hang on. Just just cue the music right now. Just play it. Play it for yourself. <laughs> Xbox 360. Huck, you want to yeah, go? Mine's, the, mine's I, the same. I'm going to go back in and see if I can get mine real quick. Okay, before we let's do the next one then. First play of most played game. What? It's like which game did you play the most? What day did you start playing it? Oh, okay. So that comes up later, right? That's a future bulletin board. Your most game played. Yes. Okay. Yeah. So mine was the tenth, or sorry, October sixth, twenty fifteen. Interesting. Mine was November ninth. 2015. Mine was March 30th, 2019. Uh, this one is really strange. First game per console. Xbox 360, Geometry Wars Retro Evolved. Xbox yeah. One, Forza Motorsport 5. Had to try out those Drivatars <laughs> on the night it came out. And Xbox Series X. This has got to be wrong. Superland. <laughs> I don't like. So, if I would have known that was going to go down in history, as my thing, <laughs> I would not have yep. done that. I don't like that. What do you guys got? So mine is Xbox 360, NHL 2K6, Xbox One, Sunset Overdrive, and Xbox Series X, Narita Boy. Mm. Mine is the table tennis. For 360, <laughs> Xbox One, Madden 16, and Series X, Children of Morta. Ooh, I, I would exactly give anything to trade you Superland for Children <laughs> of Morta. Sean, you got your, your numbers there yet, bud? First yep, log. first logon of each console. Okay, Xbox 360. October 29th, 2005. Oh, did you get them early at Silicon Knights? I don't know. 2000 uh, what'd you say october october no. 29th 2005 well i don't know i got I, mine's august 18th 2006 so it wouldn't have been early mine's 360 right november 23rd 2005 now this okay what's the launch day for can someone look up launch day for xbox 360 because this might make sense I have a feeling it was like the 17th of October or maybe the or, 22nd, 22nd of November, 2005. For real? That's what it says. So then how did I get mine October 29th, 2005? Was I logging into like dev kits or something? Yeah. Maybe you created your profile for testing maybe. to human or something. I mean, that's bullshit. That's, that's true. Early adoption <laughs> right there. <laughs> Pre-adoption, bud. Pre-adoption. <laughs> okay. Xbox one. Um, November 22nd, 2013. Uh, the launch day. Yep. Mine was December 4th, 2014. Mine is November 9th, 2015. Full two years almost after launch. And okay. Series X, I got this, I did get that late. So November 27th, 2020. 
uh, April 27th, 2021. April 28th, 2021. One day after Sean, apparently. Mm -mm. Surprising. Okay, first achievement. For me, this does not make sense because I got achievements in either Geometry Wars or uh, Peter Jackson's King Kong. The week of the Xbox was the first game I played. And for me, it says Invisible Woman. It doesn't say what game. I think, from what I could tell, it's Assassin's Creed 1. Yeah, so mine was Landfall, and I just looked it up. I think it's from Halo 3. Let me see if Invisible Woman comes up. Yeah, Assassin's Creed. Oh, I looked it up. Just... China? Really? I didn't even play that game. So I don't know what this one is. I cannot. Hmm. Or it could be from Fantastic Four Rise of the Silver Surfer. <laughs> no, because I played that way later. <laughs> I don't know. I don't trust it. Mine was earn 100 points in a season, which, I'm assu- which I think is NHL 07. Nice. So, and your first rare achievement. Yeah, mine is now introducing zero. I don't know what that even means. Hmm. And mine is going for gold. And like every game has a going for gold achievement. So who knows what that is? Mine is day one, which I believe was the, like they had non-game achievements. So that was for, I think, starting your... Xbox One on day one, mm. when they started keeping track of rare achievements, so it's pretty huge. That's a cool. One. You definitely want that. It's super cool, yeah. All right. <laughs> <laughs> Most game played each year. Let's blow through this one. Uh, Twenty seventeen Rock Band Four for me. Mm. Go ahead, Sean. All right, this is where the kids. Gameplay comes in 2017 Minecraft, baby. Madden 17. 2018 Call of Duty World War II. 2018 Minecraft. 2018 <laughs> Madden 18. <laughs> 2019 Rock Band 4. Back in action. Nice. Uh, 2019 for me was Fortnite. Oh, 2019 for me, Madden 20. 2020. I love this one. Scourge bringer game preview. Ooh, nice. Uh, mine is Fortnite again. Mm, mine is Madden 20 again. <laughs> <laughs> and 2021 so far for me, call of duty, black ops, cold war. Although I do th- think that if they did these stats again tomorrow, it might be halo infinite. I've played a lot. Hmm. Uh, mine is Psychonauts 2. Mine is Madden 20. <laughs> <laughs> well, Hold let's on. get into the next one. I'm guessing it's Madden 20. Most played game ever on Xbox. Sean. Minecraft. Fortnite. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> Here's a major surprise. Madden 16. So I don't even want to know how much I played Madden 16. If for three years straight I'm playing Madden 20 and it can't knock off Madden 16. Wow. I was, I think, I think that maybe, no, what was Madden 16? That would have been 2015. I don't know why. I don't know how I would have been playing it so much. So my most played game of all time 
is even more shocking because it was shut down for two years with COVID. So it would, the numbers would be even greater. It's still number one with a bullet, and I didn't play it for two years. Rock Band 4, and Rock Band is back, baby. Been playing a lot. Nice. The band is back together. Uh, top five most played games. I guess this is of all time. Uh, mine are Call of Duty World War II, Guitar Hero 2, Rock Band 2, Rock Band 3, and Rock Band 4. <laughs> I love Rock Band. Well, I'm with you, Frank. It's on my top five. Uh, my number one, though, Fortnite. Number two, Goat Simulator. Number three, Minecraft. Number four, Roblox. And number five, Rock Band. There you go. Mine probably can guess it man 16 man 17 man 18 man 20 and nhl 08 (laughs) (laughs) nhl 08 is the best one it was the last really good one yeah so i mean i guess it's worth saying harmonics acquired by epic seems there was an f faq doesn't seem like new instruments new rock band is ever coming it's officially dead yeah that's true we really should have talked a little more about that but i mean kind of unclear what it means but it i mean it's it is a little sad sad that somebody had to acquire them for one and yeah it sounds like rock band is on its way out and they're just going to do more weird rhythm games which i haven't played fuser but i think you said you liked that game right frank it was okay i don't love it the next one most rare achievements should is this mean like rarest achievements you have I think so. Uh, I don't even know what they are. Case in points, walk it off, Meg, seeing red, and you spin me round. Don't know what I mean. Uh, impressive. Most impressive. The right blueprints. The truth is out there. Not your normal flash. And trying to bring forth Sanctum 3? Question mark. Hmm. Mine are equally, who knows what they're saying. Comeback City. Benjamin Spanklin, Handful of Pockets, Best Bromance, and Strive for Perfection. Also have no idea. Although Comeback City is probably like comeback from being down in a football game. I'm not sure what the other ones are. Although I bet I could look up Benjamin Spanklin. I bet that one's easy to find. So maybe we should, uh, I guess, just say our gamer score at this point. That's all we really the only thing we haven't said yet. Oh, I didn't write it down. I oh, I think I know what did not write it down, but I think I can just look it up in the app, right? Do you remember the one of the fateful early game junks? I hit a hundred thousand live. Yes. <laughs> yeah. During the podcast, I am now at one hundred and six, or sorry, one fifty nine seven two five. Hundred fifty nine thousand seven hundred and twenty five. Wow, that's big. Uh, I'll go mine while Sean's looking up. 44,222. 228,905. 28,905. I think. Yikes. Let's pick those numbers up. We still need... we, We need some kind of official hybrid score between all consoles. This needs to be created. Okay, Definitely. that's it. Roundup over. 
Happy anniversary, Xbox. Well, we love Xbox. It's so much fun celebrating the history of Xbox and taking a look down memory lane. <laughs> Thank you. <laughs> this was not as much fun as the Sony one. The Sony one's so much cooler. You think they're going to do it for this year again? Yeah, I think so. It's people okay. like all people do is share their Spotify ones. It's out of control. That's true. Apple's People too cool. Apple's way unwrapped. too cool for that. Apple would never do that. Like, yeah, listen to what you want. We don't care. <laughs> yep. No one gives a shit what you listen to. All right. What we played? I have True. nothing new. So you guys, if you have anything, go for it. I got. I played a few things, but okay. Go uh, for it. Okay. I played more Flynn, Son of Crimson. Uh, my kids are into it now. I'm probably about 60% through the game. Really liking it. Uh, the only, I lied. Only I, critique... did, I did play some of that game that the, the day after we recorded last week. Okay. So the only thing I would say, my only critique so far, is that it takes a little too long to get to the upgrading stuff. Uh, you have to play through quite a few levels before you can actually use your gems that you collect to upgrade your powers. But after that, the game is paced really well. Uh, you know, all the enemies are not crazy unique, but they're entertaining enough. And there's enough like fun little, uh, uh, setups and interesting twists that are, are making it still fun to play that I'm really enjoying. So do you ever get a way to, to move faster or do you just have to use the role to kind of so far? Just the role. Yeah. Yeah. Though there is like a, kind of like a spin ground attack, but that doesn't really like make you move faster. I was liking it. The pace was a little slow for me, uh, but still decent. Yeah. Well, plus you lose that dog right at the beginning, so I'm sure that was a big big deterrent. (laughs) You get him back, though, about halfway through for a little bit. Spoiler, dude. Spoiler. Sorry. Um, I'll I'll just say one more before you go, Sean. I loaded up Lawnmower Simulator, which came to Xbox Game Pass, as my sit-back-and-chill game. Cut some, cut some crazy lawns. So good. <laughs> uh, I don't know. It was fun. It do you get to fun. choose like? Do you get to choose bagging, mulching, like all that stuff? Yeah. Or? Oh yeah. Oh yeah. You got to pick your riding lawnmower. You got to choose through three. You get to pick your uh, weed whacker. Oh yeah. I was all over it. Though I must say, little janky, but still fun. Like it's kind of in the same vein as those truck simulator games and all those. But I found. Uh, with this, it is still very, like, slow and methodical, but at least it's, like, it's very mindless, right? Like, okay, I just need to trim this lawn, and then I'm just going basically in lines across it or in circles or whatever, you, however you want to tackle it. And then you bust out the weed whacker in the end and just kind of trim up the edges. And then you make money, and then you just go on to the next job. It's pretty straightforward, but it's surprisingly... Uh, I wouldn't say enjoyable, but I mean, it's just kind of I'm just, like, I'm assuming you work your way up to like fields or sports fields and you can do like the flattening patterns and I don't know. I haven't got that far. I, I didn't put in that much time into lawn mowing simulator. Does like grass I I, type matter? Does it get to like, well, there is muddy areas. Bermuda you can grass. Over, you can overheat your engine and you can, uh, you know, if you try to rev too high or you could cut the grass too short or too long and get penalized. 
got to watch that. You stuff. have to change Adjust your your trim. Do you have to change your your height based on yes. dampness yes, of the ground and not that not yet. But what about seasonally? Anyways, we, spent, we spent more time on this discussion <laughs> than I spent playing the games. So. <laughs> <laughs> I downloaded it, so I'm going to check it out at some point. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> um, yeah. The only thing I have this week to mention is a multiplayer game called kiwi k-e-y-w-e and yeah it's kind of like in the vein of like you know overcooked and moving out i guess but uh it's the idea is you are you're kind of in a post office i guess you control kiwis like actual kiwi birds um and been playing with the kids, actually. They're enjoying it. But it's it's kind of like the tasks they come up with that you have to do are kind of strange and not – they're kind of random. Like you end up – like you have to – there's messages that come in. Sometimes you have to like construct messages out of different words. Sometimes you just have to deliver like this envelope goes to this station. This envelope goes to this station. And like, you know, there's one – part where you have to like drop off a letter with this bird and then you have to feed the bird while you tighten straps on it like there's just all these weird things but it's like you got to work together like one person does this thing the other person does the other thing at the same time and there's things where you have to like hit a button at the same time to move forward and i mean it's but it's still pretty fun uh so i've been enjoying that i'm liking what i'm hearing in terms of expanding kind of uh you know, overcooked, there's only so many act like you, it's always the same thing, right? It's just communicating to make the food, the food changes. This, it right. sounds like the game changes or it mixes it up. Like how you're, how you communicate. It's not just about who's going where and who's getting what it's like, this is a new type of communication or a different mini game to play in the world of uh, communication. So, yeah, there's like maybe four or five different game types. And then within that, they add new wrinkles mm. to it as you go. Maybe I'll check it out. Kiwi. Yeah, give it a poke. Hmm. Uh, I played two more things. It's not too long, but I tried the new Subnautica game, Subnautica Below Zero. And that game is new setting. You're in kind of more of a frozen planet than like a tropical planet. And I am enjoying it, but most of the initial game loop is the exact same. As the original Subnautica, you're basically collecting the same stuff, building the same things. The story's slightly different. Uh, you're searching for your sister, and that's really the only thing. And you don't crash land. You kind of you land on purpose, and then you go search for her. But basically, the setup is the same. You start off in a tiny underwater area. They changed. A, they added a few different mechanics. Uh, there's now like a temperature gauge, so you can get too cold and die. So now you have like a heat meter and also your oxygen meter, two things that can uh, kill you. And then they also removed the need to power the replicator, the thing that makes everything. So you could kind of just make as much as you want, as long as you have the required materials, which is kind of nice. You don't have to like wait for batteries to recharge and all that stuff. Maybe that'll change when you build bigger habitat things. Uh, but right now it's been fun kind of just diving back in that same game loop I haven't really found anything new yet that you can do, but uh, overall, it's still uh, pretty enjoyable. The story's kind of unfolding faster than in the original Subnautica game, which is nice. 
Uh, and then the other game, the last game I tried only for maybe like an hour or so, I'm not really very far, is I tried the Forgotten City, which is uh, kind of strange and has a weird um, setup, I guess. But then when you get in, it's kind of like a murder mystery game and you basically walk around this Roman town, which which has like this weird quirk to it. And you just have to talk to everyone. And the interesting thing is when you talk to – when you approach everyone, everyone is labeled as a stranger because you haven't talked to them yet. And then you have to talk to them, get their name, try to find some details. And you're trying to figure out basically like who took someone. So you have to kind of um, – interrogate I guess kind of or at least uh, question everyone around the town and try to figure out kind of who did it right now they are pointing you to like specific people to try to guide you but there's also a lot of people on your way that I'm stopping to talk to so I don't really know how it's going to unfold and if and how long the game is and if it's going to be able to maintain if this is all you do because I haven't really seen much uh, there is like a investigate items in the world thing where it pulls it closer and you can turn it around and then put it back uh, but I don't know. Right now, I'm I'm interested in it. Uh, the story's pretty neat, but I'm questioning if it can maintain for a whole game length. If this is all they have, so I'm gonna keep playing it because I've heard good things. And uh, yeah, that's that's what I try. That's it. That's all I have left. Yeah, just on that one. So like, I mean, I don't want to spoil anything for you, but there is, I think, another mechanic or another. Okay. I don't know. There's something. something that makes it unique that I think there's more to it. So Okay. Yeah, I've heard there's some sort of twist. And even when you load up the game, it's like there's like a warning to content creators. Like, please don't spoil this game on your streams and stuff. So obviously there's some hook they found that is pretty compelling to find out and discover yourself. So What's the title of this of, game? The Forgotten City. It's on Game Pass. Maybe just Game Pass PC. I'm not sure. But um, yeah, so I I'm going to play it. Console. Oh, console too? I'm going to play at least until I find out what this magical twist is and kind of see what happens and go from there. I think it's a short, shorter game, like five hours or something. But Perfect. Do you know how long to beat there, Sean, or what? That's what I'm doing right now. <laughs> I, I think I looked it up previously. I, yeah, main story hours. is five hours. Interesting. Oh, this is this is my type of game then. Perfect. But that I think that would be the right type of pace and right time of length for this type of game where it's mostly story, a lot of dialogue. I I don't think you should push it longer than that. I think that's a good length. Yeah. Yeah, I agree. All right. Sean, anything else for you? Nope, that's it. I'm still playing Halo, loving it, looking forward to the campaign. Which, uh, oh, yeah, we didn't mention that. Next week's going to be jam-packed. Halo campaign, game awards. It's going to be busy. Could be Real more. Real news. And uh, we didn't mention, but Drinkbox is dropping a multiplayer demo for Nobody Saves the World during the game awards. So that was not really leaked. They announced it in their Discord. So it wasn't, wasn't really like leaked. But Is that official uh, news? It was in their official Discord channel. It was, it was on their Twitter as well. Okay. So, definitely coming. So Looking I think the first two it? hours, first two hours, I think I said, right? Of the game? Something like that. So pretty good, healthy chunk of it. All right, cool. So, I mean, Halo campaign is playable at 1 p.m. Eastern time on December 8th. So 
Not sure where I'll be at. Not a lot of time to try and beat it. And you know <laughs> what? Even though I'm in full gang green mode, a little part of me thinks it might not come out this week. <laughs> <laughs> it's already been announced that it went gold, so. Might be coming in a little hot. I'm, I'm not convinced. I'll believe it when I see it. So okay. lots to talk about next week. Uh, until then, check check us out on YouTube. Watch the old videos, youtube.com forward slash game junk. On Twitter, you can find Huck at Mind Greek Commute or Equilibrium Sis. Sean is at Film Junk. Check out the Discord. The links are in the YouTube video descriptions. You know what I just realized? Actually, you never say Game Junk Podcast Twitter. <laughs> Ever. Yeah, we have Game our Junk own Podcast Game Twitter, Junk. dudes. Like, yeah. Check that out, too. Check it out. I guess you should Check go it there. all out. All right. We'll see you next time. Bye-bye. Bye-bye.